York County is so much more than just a stop for gas on I-8. 17 County is filled with unique individuals with unique stories just waiting to be told. Welcome to the 17 County Podcast with your host, Emily Perry. This is 17 County Podcast. Thank you for tuning in for today's episode. Be sure to like, subscribe, and listen. This helps our podcast grow, and we thank you for your continued support. We would also like to take the time to thank our York County Development Corporation members, AgriProducts, Cornerstone Bank, Nebraska Public Power District, and Central Valley Ag. Without these great members, we wouldn't be able to focus on the growth and development of York County here at the YCDC. So thank you. Let's get to the podcast. Joining me today is Brian Cook from the Nebraska Department of Labor. Nebraska unemployment is at an all-time low, which seems positive, but it can also create some major workforce challenges and hurdles. Brian joins us for the podcast to chat about maybe some strategies, programming, and the current climate of workforce that the Nebraska Department of Labor has identified. So thank you for joining me today. Yeah, you're welcome. I'm glad to be here. Thanks so much for having me. Absolutely. So before we get started, what's your position? What do you do? What does your day-to-day look like? Yeah. So once again, my name is Brian Cook with the Nebraska Department of Labor. I work out of uh, the Region 4 office, which is all of Southeast Nebraska. It's located in Beatrice. Okay. So we cover a 13-county area, uh, which includes beautiful York County. And so technically, I'm a workforce coordinator. So my main mission is to help individuals that are looking or seeking for employment uh, with job search and placement assistance. And then I'm also uh, trying to connect employers to those individuals. So part-time, I'm also a business services representative. So I offer help employers uh, with recruitment, retention, grant-funded incentive programs, stuff like that, to try to connect employers and, and job seekers. Wow, that's a big job, especially for all the area that you cover and all the jobs you do. It just it is, it is. I enjoy it. It's a lot of networking, uh, making connections, building rapport with people, uh, advocating for folks that could be potentially impoverished or disadvantaged as well. So I I thoroughly enjoy it. It's very rewarding. Absolutely. So, like I said, unemployment is at a really low percentage right now. What does this mean from your experience and what you've seen for businesses and individuals? Yeah. So with unemployment being as low as it is, there tends not to be a lot of people in the job market looking for jobs. So we have to find other a means of, of helping employers recruit. Uh, and we do that through various programs that we offer. When unemployment is so low, what tends to happen is people that are looking for jobs tend to be uh, more unskilled or not have certain qualifications, uh, maybe for even entry-level jobs. So we have programs in place to assist employers hire and recruit and retain individuals. Yeah, absolutely. And I know that a lot of the businesses within York County are looking for some creative solutions because it's not as simple as just you have the job and they will come. Right. It's Um, not. (laughs) So have you seen any really interesting creative ways that businesses are maybe recruiting or retaining their staff, upscaling, whatever the case may be? Absolutely. There's there's a lot of employers that are have told me uh, in current day that they're just looking for people to be able to communicate, maybe have some soft skills uh, Mm -hmm. and they'll teach the hard skills. So soft skills, meaning uh, they can communicate in the workplace, handle uh, conflict resolution, talk to people professionally. And so they're offering hiring bonuses to bring people on, train them. Uh, seems to be popular. Mm-hmm. They're also upskilling 
their current work- workforce to retain that more support by giving continuing education and encouraging personal growth and development. Yeah, absolutely. And I've seen a lot of that too with you come and we train you. Yeah. Um, you don't have to be some, you know, four year college graduate that has 10 years of experience just to get an entry level job. Right. I think a lot of employers are changing tactics and they're not necessarily looking for all the fancy college degrees these days. They're also getting behind career tech education, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of manufacturing employers and seeking out individuals at a younger age and and recruiting them and assisting them with maybe hard skills training as early as high school. Oh, wow. Wow. So we all know that Nebraska Department of Labor works a lot with unemployment and that kind of thing. But what about upscaling? Do you guys have any programming available, any assistance out there? Absolutely. We have what we call as worker training grants. Mm-hmm. Uh, and through worker training grants, you can partner with the Nebraska Department of Labor, seek out uh, continuing education for your employees mm-hmm. and creating upskilling. Uh, there might be a new technology. We have several higher education partners that will provide training for whatever you're looking for. Yeah, absolutely. So what if I'm an individual and I'm not necessarily working through my business, but I know that I am underemployed and I want to upscale? Absolutely. Yeah. You can also come to the Department of Labor and talk to one of our coordinators to see if there might not be some some avenues to continuing education to maybe upskill or if you're looking for a certification or something like that. Yeah. The Nebraska Department of Labor helps with all that. So. Wow. Wow. That's a lot. Yes. That's a lot. I know that there are a lot of maybe funding dollars, COVID relief money out there for workforce. Um, Is that something that you guys work with a lot? Sure. We were dealing with ARPA uh, Mm -hmm. grants, uh, American Rescue Plan Act funding. We did a lot of the Nebraska Department of Labor did a couple different initiatives with workforce development, nursing grants, teaching grants, stuff like that. Uh, that all stuff went really fast. Uh, yes. We opened those in October of last year, and I think they were closed by November of last year. Wow. Uh, the state legislature had allocated some $10 million, and that went. <laughs> we still have it up on our website, uh, so you can still fill out an application um, if we open that back up for any ARPA funds. So Okay. Yeah. Wow. So I guess it, let's say that I am a individual who is currently unemployed for this, that, or another reason, and I don't know where to start. Yeah. What What would you say that I do? What would be the first step? Uh, the first step, I would get online, mm-hmm. uh, go to your local library. If you don't have access to a uh, to internet, go to your local library and just search for dol.nebraska.gov. Uh, it's your pathway. To, there you can find where all of our regional offices are located, all of our contact information. And the first thing you should do is reach out to the Nebraska Department of Labor and we'll direct you where to go and how we can help you. Perfect. Easy enough. Yeah. It sounds easy. It sounds easy. <laughs> Most libraries in the region we connect with, we have pamphlets, flyers, brochures. So uh, if a regional office is too far away, you can go to your local library. Most of the time, the librarian will know what you're talking about mm-hmm. when you say, I'd like to get on the AnyWorks website or I'd like to get on the uh, Department of Labor website. Yeah. And we have a fantastic library here, um, Kilgore Library. You guys are welcome to go and check it out. It is, it's a fantastic facility. So definitely take advantage of that. So let's talk about trends. 
Sure. I know that everyone's like, well, we've seen high unemployment and we've seen low unemployment. And like, what does that look like? What does that mean? So in times of of high unemployment, there's a lot of people looking for work. That's technically, you know, uh, working the front lines. People come through the door more often uh, when unemployment is high. When unemployment is low, uh, we try to do things, creative things to attract people. We'll have what's called walk-in Wednesdays or talk about it Tuesdays. Uh, We'll have employers come into the office and you can do an on-the-spot interview, maybe talk to an employer about becoming a potential employee. And we noticed that participation drops when unemployment's really low. Uh, When we're hosting job fairs, when unemployment's really low, there's not as many people attending. There's not as many people looking for work. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, like we've said um, previously, that really creates some challenging hurdles for our business community because it's not as simple as just having a job fair. And it's not as simple as um, a simple marketing campaign. For sure. I mean, you you really have to hit outreach pretty hard. You do. You have to hit the major of the major community topics. And I'm sure York is like everywhere else, you know, transportation, housing, daycare. You have a grasp on those. Most of the time you'll have a successful job market. But right now, I think everybody's struggling in those three areas. Yes, 100%. And I know that we are doing things to kind of combat those challenges. But it is, it's hard. It's hard. And it's such a big scale issue that it's like, oh my gosh, where do we start? How do we do this? You know, how do we, how do we make sure we're serving everybody and not just the select few? For sure. So what would you say that a business can do to be involved to maybe once again, be creative with maybe not that immediate gratification, like, hey, I ask you to work here, you say yes, period, done. <laughs> but maybe they need to help with housing or help with childcare and grow that. Absolutely. And that will bring the employees that they need. Absolutely. I tell employers a lot of time, it's it's more than just advertising the job and the duties of the job and the requirements. In 2023, you have to be creative to attract people. So Obviously, you have to lift, list wages mm-hmm. uh, when you're advertising for a posting. And benefits yeah. uh, are very key in 2023. That if, if you're not advertising benefits, you're not advertising wages, you're not advertising uh, any rehiring bonuses, mm-hmm. maybe tuition reimbursement. Uh, it's become really competitive. And I fully believe it's a job seeker market. When you're looking for a career in 2023, you have a lot of options. And the more attractive you can make yourself, I think the more successful you'll be. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you touched on this. So if I was a business that was making a posting, making a job listing, Mm -hmm. what should that look like? Should it be very job centric or should it be quality of life? Or what are you seeing people drawn to a little bit more? People are drawn to work-life balance in 2023. So Mm -hmm. people aren't necessarily looking for working 60, 70 hours yeah, a week. Yeah. Um, people want to go to their kids' t-ball games, uh, right. sporting events, everything like that. And a lot, so what I've, I've seen a lot of employers, they're going to multiple different types of shifts mm. where you can pretty much maybe make up your schedule or they'll have weekend shifts and then uh, regular weekday shifts. Hmm. So you can choose. Most of, Some employers are doing like a three-day, 12-hour, you know, Friday, Saturday, Sunday shift. Or they're doing like a four-day, four, 10-hour shifts to try to be able to accommodate that work-life balance. I think employers need to get really creative in that. Yeah, in absolutely. In 2023. And I know one thing that we have talked about 
with various employers and in this office is it's it's really hard because flexibility is huge. It's absolutely huge right now. Mm-hmm. But what about those manufacturers or those people that really need bodies within that mm-hmm. that job? How do they get creative? How do they work in a flexible environment? Yeah, for sure. And they're doing just that. And a, a lot of the schedules that I just named are coming from like major manufacturers in our region. Uh, they've adopted a weekend schedule and they're offering more money mm-hmm. uh, to work weekends versus uh, working Monday through Thursday or something like that. Any increase in wage is going to increase attraction. And so when you talk to employers in our region, uh, in Southeast Nebraska, the ones that have the the weekend shifts that pay maybe $2 an extra an hour, those shifts tend to be more full Yeah, with the Friday, Saturday, Sunday shifts. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it makes sense. Right. I mean, if you pay me more, then I would do a little bit I would be willing to give them my weekends for a certain amount of money. Absolutely. No, that makes sense. Like I said, that flexibility, I mean, especially if you're wanting to attract maybe the younger workforce, there are a lot of people graduating from college or that are newly married, whatever the case may be, um, that are like, "Mm, I don't want to work nine to five every day. Right. You know, I want to be able to bring my kid to dance practice. I don't know. Whatever the case. same way. I'm in that boat. I'm in my mid forties, but I, I appreciate work-life balance. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. So for, but let's go back to Department of Labor a little bit more just as a whole. And man, how do I wear this? So businesses, Mm -hmm. what can they come to you for with help? Yeah. So a lot of businesses will come to us because they have recruiting needs. Mm -hmm. And like I mentioned previously, a lot of the people that are coming through our door requesting assistance maybe might be a little more unqualified or... Uh, don't have the best work history, or maybe have just never ventured outside maybe one career path uh, that they've chosen. And so when businesses come to us, we think of creative ways to tailor programs to fit their needs. I would say our most popular and by far our most successful program uh, is conducted through the Workforce Innovation Opportunity Act and on-the-job training. Mm-hmm. And what on-the-job training is, is it provides an incentive to an employer to maybe hire uh, an unskilled individual and give them the skills they need in a new career pathway. And what's that look like for the employer? For the employer, that means the state of Nebraska will actually pay 50% of wow. that individual's wages uh, while they're going through on-the-job training. And on the side of the job seeker, what that looks like is we can also help with supportive services. If that means co-enrolling through uh, the SNAP Next Step program, or maybe just providing Boots, tools, clothing, gas reimbursement, if you're commuting over 15 miles, stuff like that, just to get you set uh, on a new career path and help these individuals or help employers find these individuals and and help them produce their product and have success. Wow. So there's a lot of assistance out there. There There is is a lot of assistance. Yep, there is. Yeah. If you're currently unemployed and you maybe are in economic assistance, I highly encourage you to reach out to uh, the Nebraska Department of Labor. And not just that, even if you're looking for a career path change, you might have some formal education. Definitely reach out to Department of Labor. Uh, I find it a lot easier. We have a lot of rapport with with regional employers, and we can maybe advocate, uh, you know, for individuals who are looking for career pathway changes. Yeah, and I think that's something that a lot of people don't think about because, well, I've I've been working in manufacturing for the last fifteen mm-hmm. years. 
I want to change, but what? <laughs> like, yeah. how do I do that? This yeah. is all I know, you know? Yeah, yeah. And, and, and you have to get creative. And so we've partnered a lot with chambers of commerce, economic development, uh, higher education partners. I would encourage any community to have discussions on multiple agency partnerships to help the citizens of the community. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. So I know that you are planning on being in New York at our office. Yeah, here. super excited. That is very exciting it for is. me as well. I it love is. that. <laughs> um, so what can people take advantage of your time with you know, what can they come in and get help with? Yeah, the sky's the limit. You can come to me uh, if you're looking to maybe write a resume or learn some interview skills, maybe get some career counseling. Talk to me about, you know, high wage, high demand jobs, just anything. I would encourage people to stop by. Uh, if you're looking for a career pathway change, uh, let's just sit down and have a conversation. And usually that leads to, you know, multiple opportunities. My name is Don Freeman II. I'm president and CEO of AgriProducts in York, Nebraska. We are a manufacturer of quality equipment, uh, grain handling, food storage, food service. And if you ever want to get a hold of us, you can get on our website or you can contact us at 402-362-5500. Thank you. Yeah, and those dates were are going to be released on our social media awesome. um, here somewhat soon. So you can always find that at York Development Corporation's website and Facebook. Um, but we are so excited to have you yeah. here and yeah. have your expertise in the office because once again, workforce is such a huge thing. It it's, it's so huge. important. And I think we're just now really starting to feel the the effects of having low unemployment. Right, right. And it's... It's happening. It's yeah, here. It is here. And <laughs> Teachers, nurses, oh uh, it's, 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 it's a problem. It really is. So, yeah. So I think, I think multiple partnerships uh, throughout the community will definitely help to overcome and adapt. Yeah, absolutely. So... For programming itself, um, what kind of programs do you have? Any programs in Lincoln or other communities that people can take advantage of? Yeah, yeah. We have all kinds of programs. I would just encourage you to reach out to the Department of Labor. We can help with anything from safety, uh, on-site health consultations, to workforce training, apprenticeships, youth apprenticeships. We have youth programs. Uh, we can assist people specifically between the ages of 16 and 24. Uh, we have one program coordinator in our region that just deals with that specific age wow. demographic. Um, we also have another coordinator in our region that assists uh, adult and dislocated workers. So if you're laid off or uh, if you've been terminated from your position, uh, you can come in and learn about what opportunities are available for you. Now, I think a lot of people don't realize that um, if you get terminated or lose your job, um, that it's just back to maybe finding another job. Mm -hmm. I would highly encourage you, if you're in that situation, to contact the Department of Labor. Not only can we uh, assist you with acquiring unemployment benefits, but while you're doing that, we can also assist you with becoming reemployed. Mm -hmm. And if that means getting a certification or going back to school, uh, we just need to talk to you and figure out what your game plan is and, and get you on a path to career success. Yeah, absolutely. And you 
kind of touched on it a little bit, but apprenticeships, I feel like, are mm. going to be huge they in are. the next few years. They should, and, and York would be a perfect community to have lots of apprenticeships because you have education partners right here mm. uh, that are very active. And so, yeah, I would, we have um, an apprenticeship coordinator. We work in conjunction with the United States Department of Labor, the Nebraska Apprenticeship Director. And so we can tailor anything to employers if they're looking to to start an apprenticeship. Almost anything is apprenticeable yes. in 2023, from baking to woodworking, even office work is apprenticeable. And yeah. it's 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 becoming the, the future. I think the days of going back to school for four, eight years, it's not so attractive to people anymore. And I think uh, apprenticeships, you can achieve great career success. Yeah, 100%. I agree. And Southeast Community College is one of our partners, very supportive, yeah. amazing, amazing facility. Um, and they are doing a lot with apprenticeships yeah, and yeah. interns. They have a new apprenticeship director, I think. And so, yeah, looking forward to working with them. Yeah, no, they, they're great. And one thing that they've really made very clear is apprenticeships aren't old school apprenticeships anymore. They right. are very different. If you, if you're looking for a career and you don't know where to start, that might be a good place because experience goes so much further than anyone really gives it credit for. It does. Apprenticeships lead to not only career pathway success, but career advancement as well. Mm -hmm. You know, apprenticeships are very valuable. They teach you not only the on-the-job training portion, but the related training instruction mm -hmm. to that job as well. Yeah. So if I was a business that wanted to start having apprenticeship available within my facility, how would I do that? Make one phone call to the Nebraska Department <laughs> of Labor and say, you want to start an apprenticeship? <laughs> One step shop, <laughs> yeah. just go there for absolutely. everything. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, or come into the York County Development Corporation yep. office and come chat. Yeah, come chat with me. I'll be here the second Fridays of every month, yes. I think. So yes. That's yeah. going to be awesome. Yes, very, very I'm excited. looking forward to getting to know the community, uh, building a rapport with employers and helping people become successful. Yeah, and, and that's something that I think we are very excited for, too, because... Yeah. The more resources, the more knowledgeable people, the better. Mm -hmm. Because, I mean, this is not a one-sided approach. This is everybody yeah. needs to, to Yeah, no, in. it's going to take, uh, what's the old saying? It takes a village to raise a baby. Oh, yeah. Something like that. I, I, I seriously think uh, multiple agency partnerships uh, throughout communities are very key in 2023. Absolutely. It's going to take all of us working together to, to combat current problems so absolutely so looking forward for the next let's say even five years to be completely honest what do you see happening what do you see those trends looking like i see less people going to college no, i see no. more people going into the workforce maybe after high school or maybe changing careers a lot of people are changing careers already because of all the options out there and i think the future is probably going to be a lot more career tech based. Mm -hmm. um, we have an aging population in a lot of the trades where people are retiring um, and getting out of that. And I think employers are going to have to start doing apprenticeships and maybe yeah. training people uh, to make it attractive and at the same time creating a work-life balance. Yes. So 
Yes, I think I think the workplace is going to look different. Yeah, but I'm not the professional I'm, here. I, so. I, I, yeah, I'm I'm consider myself a professional, but looking into the future, I can't say. But I really feel like we probably need to move forward a little more with apprenticeships and yeah. career tech education, starting as early as high school, maybe even at the junior high level, starting to do skills assessments and finding out what what individuals want to do. I think the days of What's, what really excites me about apprenticeships these days is that signing day uh, in high school is not just for athletes anymore. Yes. Um, it's also for individuals who choose to go into different career paths, you know, such as mechanics or industrial mechanics or maintenance. And employers are really backing individuals that choose to do that by, hey, if you give us two or three years of your life, uh, we'll put you through school, we'll teach you the hard skills, and we'll pay you a very livable wage. Yes. And so that excites me, that yeah. that signing day is not just for athletes anymore. I know. I, I 100% <laughs> agree. I think the narrative around high school graduates is completely different. Even mm-hmm. I didn't graduate that long ago, but... For me, it was, oh, you, after you graduate, you go to a four year. That's yeah. just, you know, that's what you do. That's, yeah. that's the path you're yeah. supposed to take. And now it's like, oh my gosh. I don't want to be in debt till I'm 50. <laughs> right? Yeah. Right. yeah. It's not more. Uh, but right. I like the, the possibilities are endless. And just because mm-hmm. you go right into the workforce, good for you. That is a great, great choice. Great. You know, great. there's nothing bad about that. Farmers that make more than doctors these days. So, yeah, which is just. Oh, it's it's so exciting to think about because especially if you look at automation and the way the business industry in general is just yeah. changing. Very cool. It's I think that is going to be something that's mind blowing in the next five it years. Is. I think so too. I agree. Yeah. Well, I think that is all I have for you. Do you have any final final message? I guess if I were to have any final message, uh, I look forward to working in the York community coming forward. I would encourage anybody um, if they're needing assistance with anything um, career-wise, resume related, or even just pop in and talk. uh, You know, building rapport with people is important. Making that human connection is important. And if you're concerned about your career or you're looking for something different, just come in and talk. I'm, I'm pretty sure I'll be right here at this location, right? Yes. And so stop down by uh, uh, York County Development Corporation and and see me. Yes, absolutely. We would love to have anybody come in. And if for some reason you can't make it that Friday, still stop in, talk to one of the York County Development yep. Corporation people, and we can put you into contact. Yeah, or I can, we can always make special arrangements, too. If people are looking, you know, that need to meet at maybe a different time, well, Let's talk about it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you so much yeah. for joining me, Brian. Thanks for having um, me. Once again, this is Brian Cook from Nebraska Department of Labor, and we'll catch you next time. Yeah, awesome. Thank you. In closing, we would like to once again take the time to thank our members, the people that help us drive change. We would like to thank York State Bank, Henderson State Bank, York General, Mead Lumber Company Incorporated, and York News Times. And thank you, our listeners, for tuning in. Catch you next time.